0: Alright, so, one year ago today, on November 20th, 2022, I released a video titled The Real Holidays. And in that video, I kind of described my mental health journey because I was going to therapy at the time. Um, and my therapist was actually the one who recommended I make that video, or that episode, I guess I should say. Um, and she she told me I should record it she didn't say whether I should post it or not that's kind of like up to me well of course all of it was up to me but she didn't really specify in what ways that would be the case Um, she told me I didn't have to post it but she thought it would be a good idea for me to record the episode and kind of have a conversation with myself essentially and say things to myself that I wouldn't necessarily say to her in any kind of one-on-one scenario despite the fact that we have been working together for you know quite a while at that point, maybe six months, Nah, maybe not, six. maybe like four months, I think, that was probably, that's more accurate, um, so I did, um, I recorded the episode, and to this day, it's like my third or fourth most viewed episode, with the first one being, um, Au Lang Syne, my New Year's episode, that episode is also in the same vein, very, very similar to, uh, The Real Holidays, but it was the, the second attempt at an episode like that, um, and when I started this podcast I didn't really expect to have any kind of episodes where I'm talking about me not not this much not like this in depth with myself um but yeah I never expected to talk about me so it was a weird experience uh <laughs> and I never use well sometimes I have like a layout written somewhere or like kind of etched in my mind but most of the time we don't even we don't ever use scripts or any kind of We don't don't really write anything down for these, Um, but especially on that episode, that episode was the first time that I ever got behind this microphone, hit record, and then just let everything out. Uh, I don't think I've done that too many times since. Like I've always had some kind of layout, except when I'm doing like collaborations. We don't really have a plan. We just kind of... we, We have an order to talk about things because it's usually revolved around a TV show or a movie, something like that. So... We have structure because we can go by chapters or the first act, second act, third act of a movie or whatever the case may be. But that was the first time where I just did shot from the hip, um, <laughs> and it was weird. But now um, I'm a lot more used to it. I also cannot edit back then. I was terrible. Like I was really, really bad at editing back then. Like even the audio from that episode is pretty bad. Uh, I'm, I'm louder than I am. Usually because either I was so close to the microphone or I just didn't know how to level out the, um, the volume. So I was too loud. Um, no, I don't think I had any background tracks or anything. I don't. Well, most of the time, I don't really play any music anyway. But for, for these episodes, where it's just me alone. You know, I like to have some kind of something else that's like playing alongside me, some kind of anything. Music little little sounds or chimes every now and then just to you know to break that up because i don't i feel like i'm too intimate when i'm just talking about myself <laughs> i'm way too intimate uh on a, on a level that i don't think anybody that's listening to this or me myself am ready to like to be at right now um but yeah we don't use any scripts so you know that, that, that episode was a big changer for the for the for the platform for the podcast uh but I think overall, I'm sure it was beneficial to just talk about what I needed to talk about at the time. Um, that was mostly my. It was about my granddad because my granddad died in September 2021. Uh, so it's a little over a year later. is when I made the episode, um, and maybe it don't even it doesn't even feel like it was that long because it took me so long to process that he passed away. Uh, it, was, it wasn't It my first time dealing with death. My best friend died in 2014 when I was the summer after 8th grade, I think. Well, it, it definitely was the summer after 8th grade. I just don't know <laughs> the year. It's 2013 to 14. Uh, yeah, I think that was the first major time like death really hit me. My great-grandma had passed away in 2010, but I was 8 at the time, you know. Sure, I was a wreck at the time, but that, you know, I was eight, (laughs) that's almost, Jesus, oh my God, it's it's scary to think about, that's almost 20 years ago, damn near, but yeah, I was eight, you know, I I bounced back, I didn't even have time to be like, or not that I know of, you know, I wasn't aware of any time, any spatial time between that, because of how young I was, and my other granddad passed away in 2008 that was at that point I was like I either was seven or six I don't know the exact month off the top of my head but still young then my other granddad my great granddad before that passed away in 2005 and I was like four or three but strangely I do I do have memory of their granddad I really do um he used to have a red truck and I remember he used to let me ride like sit on his lap while we cut the yard and everybody asked me how I remember that truck and how I remember those memories because I had to have been like three at the time. Maybe I was four. Either way, far too young to really have any kind of grasp of, you know, him as a person or what was going on around me at that time, especially now that I'm an adult. But sure enough, he had a red truck and sure enough, he did let me sit on his lap while he cut the yard. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, that 20, 2021, you know, I lived with my granddad. I lived with him. Um, and I always thought that we were distant from each other. Like a lot, if you guys knew me, (laughs) if you guys knew me in high school, a lot of my personality traits actually came from my granddad because he was a very solitary man. He stayed confined and reserved all the time, even in the, in the house, not even just out in public or, you know, around other family members In in our house, that we lived in and saw each other in every single day of our lives. He was very reserved. He would talk in the morning, say good morning and stuff, make breakfast, talk at night, you know, make dinner or whatever. Then he'd go to sleep, and it's a repeat. But throughout the day, we'll see each other pass by in the house. He may, you know, sometimes you got to go run errands, like pay bills or whatever. And that was really the most that we ever talked. Like those, those days where we had to run to town to pay a bill run town to go pick up some food or the really fun days, the days that I remember most, like the times we would, um, go pick berries off of trees or go pick fruit and go look at the pecan trees and see what's around, you know, doing those, those things that I love to do out in the country. This one time, uh, we walked from 10 o'clock in the morning to like four, four o'clock or three o'clock in the afternoon. And I remember that entire walk, um, Neither of us had a cell phone because I was young at that time, so I remember my grandma being worried, like, what the hell? Where have you guys been for six hours? Um, but yeah, I remember those the talks that we had on that, that walk. Still, we used to walk from uh, the first house I ever lived in from there to, like, the church, or from there to, like, the, the post office up the street. And that was a good, like, 15, 20 minutes of time killed, but it was nothing like this, um, and that's why I remember it so much because that was the first time we ever walked for that long. Um, well, together—that's the first time we ever walked together for that long, and it was also the last time because after that, his uh, his foot started to get injured. I think he had gout or something like that, so he couldn't really do things like that anymore. Not for that, not for that distance, and not for that long, you know, sp- um, span of time. So that was the last time we ever did that, but I remember it to this day uh and after he passed away i I didn't write anything like I was so this mentally blocked couldn't really channel any kind of creative energies uh I think I wrote like two poems, maybe they're not my favorite. other people seem to love them uh but still, I felt like they were just lacking what I usually what I usually have had in the past you know um. But about six months, no, maybe not six months. Probably about three or four months after that first episode, um, the real holidays episode. So like April of the next year, I wrote a script, and in that script, it was it was about my granddad, and I just it was basically um, a fictional fictional version of the walk that we took that day, and. I It's not the exact conversation we had, but it's a pretty damn similar conversation, way more um, appropriate for the for the script and for what I was writing for. Um, And that was very that was probably one of my favorite things I ever written. And not because of not necessarily because it was like a tribute to my granddad, something that I finally got out after so many after over a year, way over a year of him passing away. Because the thing that I wrote for his funeral was just, it wasn't that good, it was something I just put together because, you know, his grandson's a writer, he should have something on the obituary, so I did it out of just, just because. I didn't really put my heart into it. So for me to finally write something in tribute to him and dedicate it to him after a whole year, or way over a year of of waiting and trying to get that creative will back, and I finally got it, it it was crazy, it was an amazing feeling. So I was super proud of myself about that. And, you know, it, everything was okay. I didn't really have to go to therapy anymore. Um, I, I still checked in a few times, but I was all right. And then February uh, 2022 came around. Now, by the way, when I said, when I was talking about the script, you know, that that didn't have any kind of correlation with what I'm about to say. <laughs> like it did, but it came after this, like, I wrote the script in, like, April, and this right here, the big event, the big catalyst that brought me back to therapy was that my mom had got diagnosed with cancer, um, uh, and it ended up being stage four thyroid cancer in February, she came home in February, maybe she got diagnosed in March, I think she got diagnosed in March, yeah, um, and that was, like, a big catalyst to, like, my mental health to start spiraling again, like, I was like, ah, like, I just got better, I just got back you know, to starting to feel like I can be okay again and, you know, hang out with friends again. And I was, actually. I actually did hang out with some friends and stuff during that time. Something I hadn't done in, Jesus, months beforehand. Um, Started, you know, getting back into playing the game again. And then a month later, a month after that, uh, I wrote that poem, so I started getting back into writing again. Now, of course, I was kind of messed up from my mom having being diagnosed with cancer but it wasn't the end of the world you know stage four that's pretty bad of course but it was thyroid cancer uh so it it wasn't the worst cancer it's a pretty damn treatable cancer honestly um but i think in those early weeks we were kind of worried because it was either that or it was it was either thyroid cancer or lung cancer because it what they found was in her lungs and they didn't know if the the lung cancer came from a thyroid or thyroid cancer came from her lungs but Ultimately, it turned out that the thyroid, the lung, the cancer in her lungs came from her thyroid, so that was the way better scenario. So, you know, started to feel okay again, Um, and a lot of it was fine, you know? I wasn't, like, too checked out because my mom, she she was sick, of course. She started doing, when she started doing the medicine, she got real sick and kind of mentally like kind of loopy you know because the medicine was so strong and whatever but she was getting through it and then October so last month she passed away because she whatever you know it, it doesn't matter how she passed away but so she had some complications with her um her diagnosis and it uh it took her away so you know the last month or so even the last few months even you know like from like like late summer up until, you know, when she passed, it's been pretty rough with her being sick and being so, kind of, you know, being so, she needed us so much, so depended on on us to help her through what she was going through. Didn't really have time for friends or to play the game or to write or to even work. Like, it was so hard to even just have a stay-at-home job, which I've always done, but, you know, it was just hard to focus on anything um, because of that. And... Now, her death kind of ruined my favorite month of the year, <laughs> uh, my favorite season of the year, my favorite holiday of the year. Halloween, man, Halloween is my favorite holiday. October is my favorite month. Fall is my favorite season. You know, I was like, I was happy because I get this one shining light towards the, the latter part of the year before, you know, I just get back in my emotional state because Thanksgiving and Christmas come up and I just not a fan of Thanksgiving and Christmas, because it's just not what it used to be, I don't feel the way I used to feel, um, and, and that's, it hasn't been my thing for years now, but now, you know, my mom died on October 6th, it was the beginning of the month, and it just ruined the rest of my month, and now, for right in November, Thanksgiving is coming up in four days, then I gotta deal with the fucking the, sorry <laughs> whoops i, I got to deal with the the christmas stuff right out there and i think christmas always hits the hardest because as a kid it's kind of the one you love the most you know i mean of course right everybody loves christmas as a kid let's i mean the majority of people love christmas as a kid the presents the the atmosphere the the weather outside you're out of school you know you're with your family everything is all nice and sweet but you know when you get older family starts to pass away and you don't feel so good about, you know, you about the weather. Was, the weather outside doesn't always hit as hard, you know. It's not as as fun. You, you, actually, as I got to know that I, I hate snow. Snow is annoying as hell to me now. I just don't like snow, man. <laughs> I used to love it, but now it's just not it. Um, but, yeah, you know, my family has passed away. Even we used to go with my grandmother's house, my great-grandmother's house on my mom's side uh, every Christmas. And, you know, my whole family would be there. My my granddad's brothers and sisters, so all my great aunts and uncles and all their kids, which would be my cousins. You know, we were, we were a huge family, especially when I was younger. Um, and the whole house was filled with us sharing gifts with each other and, you know, opening gifts and bringing our gifts from the house and showing all of our cousins our gifts and letting everybody play with different things, like Remember one time my cousin got a PSP and I was playing a uh a Naruto game on his PSP and I let him have my uh let him borrow my DS for the day and he was playing whatever games I had got that day on my DS. So we just used to do stuff like that all the time. Um I I used to have race cars, like remote control race cars and helicopters and there'll just be stuff flying and, and rolling all through my great grandma's house. But it was so full of life and it was so fun. And as a kid, you know, I used to think, man, I don't want to go down to grandma's house. Why can't I just, why can't I just stay here and play with my video games at home? You know, let me, I just got this stuff. I just got to open it. Let me play with it for a few more hours. But my granddad and my grandma, they was always like, you know, we got to, you know, it's tradition. We go down here. And then I'm kind of salty for the first hour or so. And then I start to light up when everybody comes in and all the other gifts start rolling in. And it's just a good time. And then by the end of the night, I don't even want to leave. But, you know, grandma and granddaddy, like, we got to get home. It's time to go. Can't be here all night, you know. <clears throat> and I miss that. And I hate that I, I I'm not going to say I hate, but I regret that I didn't really. No, I'm not going to say that either because I did appreciate it. I really loved those those times as a kid. I, I guess now in hindsight, it kind of feels like I wasn't as appreciative of it because I was, you know, I was a kid. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. Um, and now I don't even have the opportunity to do that because we still go down. I mean, my great-grandma has passed away since, but we go down to my great-aunt's house. Um, and we... I don't go down there anymore, but, you know, my family still goes down there, so the option is still there. But two years ago, my granddad passed away, and now my mom is gone. So it's kind of like, what's the... Whatever. Like, what's the, I don't really care, you know. <laughs> but... Just got to get through these these two months, man. It's always November or December. My favorite time of year, out as far as weather goes and, you know, the lack of these annoying tornadoes, the lack of bugs, the lack of allergies, you know. It's my favorite time of year, but these two months, man, fucking November and December. Just got to get through them. Once I get through that, I'm fine for the rest of the year until they come back around. Generally speaking, of course, anything can happen in that span of those months. But just generally speaking, that's pretty much how it used to be. But now it's just a whole new, whole new scenario. Like my mom, me and my mom were, I don't think anybody would ever understand our bond from the outside. But I can tell you right now, personally, that me and my mom were super close. My mom was literally my best friend. Like actually my best friend. I know people say that all the time especially when someone dies, but I'm not that person. (laughs) I'm not that person, man, but I'm just genuinely telling you guys right now that my mom was my best friend in so many ways, so many ways. She was the funniest person I knew. She can always make you laugh. She was like the the light of the house, always. My My grandma is the heart of the house, and my mom was the light of the house. And, you know, me and my granddad just kind of fell in wherever we did. <laughs> but those two ladies were definitely what made our house our house, made our home our home. Um, and now my mom is gone. It still doesn't feel real. Like, I, it's been a whole month, almost two months now. And it didn't even hit the first time that she passed. Because I didn't go to the funeral. I didn't go to my granddad's funeral. I don't do funerals. I went to the viewing. But because I don't get that funeral aspect, my kind of acceptance of the, the facts is kind of delayed, you know, it's delayed because I don't get that experience, that goodbye experience necessarily. Um, so, well, we, she didn't really have a funeral. She, uh, just a little memorial service, but either way, I didn't go to that either. I don't want to go to stuff like that. <laughs> um, but I didn't get that experience. So I'm delayed in my acceptance. Um, and I don't think it hit me the first time until you know my mom had a hospital bed in her room in there, and when we took the hospital bed down and they came and got it, that was that was the first time it kind of hit with just seeing the empty room, and then I put her old bed back together because we had to take it apart to move it out to put the hospital bed in there. So we we put that I put that bed back together. You got know, my grandma helped, but there was only so much she could do, <laughs> so. Once I put that back together, we put her picture in there, and we put the flowers on the bed and her, her little candle and the teddy bear she loved so much. She got it as a gift. Um, so once we put all that on the bed and her picture was right there, and the bed was empty, and the room was still empty, basically, and the room was cold, it hit me again. That was the first major hit. They're like, wow. Like my mom, the person I just saw a few weeks ago, alive, happy, you know, laughing, chatting with me, it's just completely gone from this, just plane of existence, just out of here. Uh, I didn't, I didn't cry, I'm not a crier, I don't, I don't even know, if I've, I don't think I've cried yet, about this situation, that's another reason why I'm so delayed, and like, everything, because I just process differently, and I cope with stuff differently, and this right here, there's probably gonna be another time, where it hits, I'm not gonna, like, start bawling or sobbing or crying or anything, but this, me just talking about it out loud would probably hit, especially when I, you know, edit it later on, not really gonna edit it, just gonna add some music to it, but I still need to listen to it over again to make sure that the music isn't too loud at some points, or, you know, whatever the case may be, so, again, may get hit with it again later on, but it's just, it's just crazy, man, like, me and my mom, every, every, everything that I remember, every part of my life, I remember my mom is always there with me, always there around me or somewhere beside me, you know, and now it's just crazy that I'm 22 and my mom died before she was even 50. And her birthday was like a few, a few weeks ago. Still, she wouldn't have been 50. She would have been 49. So, it's just it's just wild, bro. It's just wild. Just crazy to think about. 22. And don't have a mom anymore. I don't know. So, yeah, the holidays have never been for me. The holidays aren't for me now. Holidays probably won't be for me in the future. Like, I guess if I have kids one day or something. Maybe I can get that the sense of holiday spirit back, but I mean, I don't even know if I'm going to, I don't even care about having kids. It's not on my radar at all. I've never even, the thought has never even crossed my mind of having kids. And now, if I do have kids, one of the men that meant the most to me, they won't get to meet, they'll get to meet my dad at least. My dad's still here one of the, the the other man it means the most to me, but if I had a kid right now they don't get to meet the grandma one of the women that mean the most to me and they, of course they still have my other grandma they still have uh my grandma that I live with they have my aunt my mom's sister you know they have all these these all those women but you know my 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 mom their their grandma their actual, like, next and can grandmother, they won't get to meet. And now I'm just thinking, like, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point? Because the way I grew up, I knew all of my family. I knew all of my family. I knew both of my granddads, both of my grandmas, both both sets of my great grandmas, my the only great grandparents that I didn't get to meet, my mom my dad's side, like my grandma and my granddad over there, that story is a bit it's a bit fishy to like it's kinda hard to explain. It's very hard to explain. But really the only set of great grandparents that I didn't get to meet was my grandma that I lived with. Her her parents. They passed away before I was born, but other than that I met everybody. All my uncles, all my aunts, my great aunts, my great uncles, my cousins. I met everybody, and if I have kids, all the people that were, inf- you know, influential to me, all the people that had the greatest impact to me, hell, they may not even be here by that time. And if I if I were to have kids right now, still, the, the people that some of the people that meant that mean the most to me they won't get to meet it's just just crazy it's just thoughts like that that come across my mind it gets me down a little bit but you know it is what it is that's what this episode is for <laughs> for me to kind of vent a little bit but i really don't have too much more to say i don't remember how long the first episode was let me go back let me scroll through here i know my new year's episode is relatively short and I don't even remember what that was about, but it's somehow my most viewed video of all time. Uh, the real holidays. It was about 26 minutes long, so about the same length, really. Um, I'm not going to listen to it again, tell you that much. Uh, the description says my first personal episode. I opened up a bit while I was so distant during the holiday season. There is absolutely zero editing in this episode, no noise reduction. No intro music, no cuts. This is the most authentic episode I've ever recorded. And for this, it's still kind of like that. Like, I don't think I have did a cut yet. I haven't, like, paused or anything. I think this is all one take. I'm not sure. I'll have to. I'm pretty sure this is all one take. Um, One being the intro music. Uh, Noise reduction there will be. Like, I know how to edit now. Okay, so <laughs> the first time last year when I wrote that, the reason why there was pretty much no noise reduction or anything was because I didn't know how to edit, so that's one reason why. But but still though, I'm not like gonna undermine myself from a year ago. Still, it was my most, definitely my most authentic episode. And if I did know how to do all these edits that I do now, I probably still wouldn't have done it, especially not at that time, not for like my first personal intimate episode. You know, this one is a bit different. I'm older, I'm wiser in the ways of the arts of uh, (laughs) audio editing, you know, so, so yeah, that's pretty much my, my update for this year, I think I will do a, um, a old Lang Syne too, a New Year's episode, a second one this year too, so maybe the real holidays and the old Lang Syne episodes, or the New Year's episodes I should say, um, maybe they would be like annual episodes that I do every year kinda give updates. Um but yeah man, right now I'm still so detached from like reality. Like everything just doesn't feel real still. Um so I don't know. I'm sure by the time by the time we get to New Year's I definitely have more to say about what I'm going through personally. But right now I'm still just I'm just floating. You know, I'm just here. I'm just living. I'm not really I'm just breathing I should say. Don't feel like I'm necessarily like, you know, living my best life right now. I'm just, just going along with the flow. Just seeing how, right now I'm just seeing where the wind takes me. And maybe, uh, maybe by the time New Year's gets here, I, I'll have planted my feet in something. And that would be what can, can kind of get me out of this daze. Uh, I'm also going to start going back to therapy again. But And start back on my Whatever kind of medications they give me I have anxiety medicine right now But most likely I'm going to get Some kind of depression medicine I'm sure Last time that I was offered that I didn't take it um, But now I really do think it would probably be beneficial To have that alongside Going to therapy to just, just to push me along You know <clears throat> But anyway uh, Updates for the channel Or well I guess it is a channel now. Update for the, the podcast and the YouTube channel. Season two is starting and I think this is actually gonna be my first episode of season two. So congrats to the people that's listening to this right now. The only thing is this is not going to be uh this isn't going to be on a YouTube channel. So yes, it's the first episode of season two, but this is not going to be on the YouTube channel. This is just for just for um just for the podcast, because I don't feel like trying to find footage and shit to match with this. This this is like an a episode that doesn't need or won't even look right, having any kind of footage to go along with it. Um, but technically, this is still the first episode. And I have uh, two more episodes I've recorded with two friends of mine. I have a lot more collaborations planned for season two. But for right now, oh, in the YouTube channel. I don't know how I'm gonna do this YouTube channel thing. Because I wanna do like a reaction channel. But I also don't feel like like setting up all the camera the camera stuff and green screen and the lights. Like it's just a lot of work, you know. Um, so I don't know how we're gonna do that yet. But for right now I'm learning how to video edit. I can audio edit pretty well, but I'm video editing now. I've done some, some stuff for TikTok because I needed to needed to post some videos to get my stream key back, but You know, I've gotten semi-decent at editing TikToks and things in that uh, 9 by 16 kind of uh, aspect ratio, like the the phone aspect ratio for YouTube shorts and TikToks and whatnot. So I've gotten good at that. As far as the the 16 16 by 9 aspect ratio, which is flip, which is the opposite, I still need practice, you know, I, I still got some work to do on that aspect, but um, once I get good with that, we are going to start doing these uh, these episodes on camera. I do have one that I recorded on camera already, and it'll probably be my second episode, it'll be the one that probably goes up after this one, maybe, I'm not sure how I'm going to do this, I have so much stuff planned, man, it's just, it's just a lot, and we just go with the flow, you know, we don't really structure or plan anything over here, so we'll see. But, um, but for the guys, for you guys to stuck around for this 30-minute 30, 30 just me talking about random shit, uh, I appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> and you really did listen this far. I do appreciate you. Even the ones that, that clicked on this in the first place, you know, I appreciate you guys, too. I did not expect my podcast to do the numbers that it's been doing, especially since I've heard that podcasts are not that... Like, they're, they're not very... Mm, what's the word? They're not, like, super... Successful platforms for the most part, like it's kind of like a YouTube channel. People start YouTube channels all the time, but they don't necessarily, they're not even you know, the people that you see with these, even like 30, 40k, they're like top three percentage, you know. So, I I don't, don't quote me on that actual percentage, I don't know the real percentage, but you know what I'm saying. Like, it's not a very, very successful platform, it's very filled, the quantity is huge, but the the actual people that get viewership isn't that huge so for you guys to have me have thousands of views and even individual episodes with thousands of views for that without any promotion without me i don't do anything for this but post it on my instagram and snapchat that's it and sure i have seven thousand eight thousand on instagram and six thousand on snapchat that's a lot of people but you know, not all those people. I don't even post it on Instagram. I just post it on my story. After 24 hours, the link disappears. and lets you just go to my, uh, my archived stories that I'm sure people don't really go to, you know? So you see it for 24 hours, and then that's it. But somehow, still I have thousands of views on, or thousands of downloads, I should say, on my podcast. And I am super grateful for that because not a lot of people really get to get to have this kind of, you know, interaction, this kind of engagement, you know. But, again, that's not why I'm doing this. I just like to talk about the things I like to talk about, you know. Uh, It's refreshing, especially coming from from me, where I just mostly keep my opinions to myself, especially growing up. (laughs) So it's been a really fun experience, and don't worry. Season 2 is about to be way better. Just let me get out of my my mental cage that's all once i once i finally get my feet planted and face my problems head on we are going to prosper i promise but until then guys i will catch you on the next one